morning, and here we are. It is Wisdom Wednesday. There are no more excuses, kitties. This is go time, September. <laughs> Let's go. No more excuses. Let's go. Welcome back to the Noodleberg Daily Huddle. Love to I mean, be here with you guys. In the shit out of oh, it's the last day of summer. Cut me a break, will you, man? Is Let it? it go. Is it the last day of summer? No, they were talking about squeezing it just before the holiday weekend. And I'm just getting my last bit of summer, man. If I don't buy any of that, stuff. <laughs> live right, work hard. You know, you know. How, was, how was the start to your week yesterday? I'm fired up, man. It was a great, great week. People are back, ready, firing on all cylinders. So I'm saying there's no excuses, man. Now it's September is the setup. If you're playing volleyball, you're putting the ball up in the air, slam it down. I no. love it. I'm in. I'm in. It sounds fantastic. Good morning to the normal crew as they shuffle in. Scott Garber, Lindsay, Dorcas, Debbie, Jeremy, Bob. I'm excited for our travel coming up soon. That's what I'm excited about. So, yeah, shout out to the Roar group. Um, the Roar um, Agency. The Roar Agency. Shay, in I don't know Cincinnati, Ohio. I my phone volume up, so I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, no, I thought there was feedback coming from here. I'm oh, sorry. sorry. Um, so, um, happy birthday, Jocko Willenick. Thank you, Tracy, for doing that. I didn't go there today on purpose because we got a lot of Jocko out there. But I will say happy birthday to Ron Katz. That's our dog in the, in the huddle today. Yeah, happy yeah. birthday, Ron. So, uh, Ron got a big shout out. Um Governor or ex-governor Chris visited him and thanked him for all of his focus on getting people vaccinated. So happy birthday to you, sir. Lots of good stuff going on, right? Absolutely. It's a fantastic week. I mean, they got great birthdays that we're talking about today. But, you know, I think, you know, anytime you see Sarge Summer's name, it just fires me up. Like Sarge is the greatest first name in the history of names. If we're picking the all-name team, he's in the first – he's in the driver's seat. Man. He's – I I'm love in. that name. A couple of things. Uh, you talked about travel. Shout out to the Roar Agency in Cincinnati. We will be taking the Noodleberg crew and visiting Cincinnati to do a full-day boot camp and get those guys on the ball. And I could not be more excited. They are great folks. Thank you, Jen Homer, for the um, referral. Remember, R&R, baby. Recommendations and referrals should be 40% of your business so thank you to that whole group. Shout out to the United Way team. They're having a strategy meeting today, and I'm the closer. Coming in, <laughs> Coming in hot. Ready. I love it. Let's you get to some wake-up music. Up? Let's you think do it. a little fired up? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> how, many, how many shots of espresso have you had this morning? <laughs> Shay, give us the wake-up music, please, God. So as I said, it's Wisdom Wednesday. We're going to learn a lot today. We are going to talk about 
words. Love the word stuff. We're going to talk about the word instead. We're going to talk about the word um, choice. We're going to talk about the word chess and what that ha- all of them have to do with business and how you do what you do. But before we do that, talk to me about billions. Oh, I'm so in. I am so in. So we watched the episode, not yesterday. We watched it on Monday um, and was so excited that the season was back. And, like, you know, it's they stopped in the middle of a season, which is really strange, right? So it's like you, you have to, like, get yourself back in. And they did a phenomenal job of just scene after scene getting you fully in. I'm in it. I'm, I'm in it. Good. So Jake and I watched it last night and we, you know, we were both like, yeah, <laughs> holy shit. I mean, it moved quick. You had to really pay attention because there were a lot of subplots going on. And then it was over and he looks at me and he goes, very entertaining. <laughs> yeah, back. Very, very entertaining. I almost <laughs> texted him right away, like all caps in, in on billions. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's, I, totally in on billions. Next month we have succession coming back. And next week, we have the morning show coming, which is, I didn't even realize there would be a season two. That's going to be some fun stuff. So for those of you who are looking for ways to get out of your daily routine, listen, learn, you know, get some social culture. Great entertainment. I'm waiting on secession still, though. Waiting on secession. Like, I'm thinking about going back and watching the last couple of episodes just to get back into it. Well, if you remember the way it ended, you know, it was so dramatic the way he became the killer that his dad told him he wasn't. thousand percent. So really cool shit. I'm going to throw out some trivia today. This is for any swag that we have. Um, today in 1930, um, the 3M Corporation began marketing Scotch transparent tape. So it's 1930. Does anybody know what the three M's stand for? Do not go to. Go to <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, people are going to go to Google, but yeah, so uh, anyway, I so, mean, to me, it has absolute. I don't know the origin, but it seems like it has absolutely nothing to do with Scotch tape. Right? Oh, it has <laughs> absolutely nothing to do with Scotch tape at all. As a matter of fact. It was just a cool piece of a nugget of information that has no bearing on anything else. I may never use it again, but it's sort of out there as something really cool as, oh, Todd Stevens uh, is coming. Here yeah, he's, he's got, got one. one. He's got one. Here we go. Oh, Goldfarb. <laughs> Goldfarb got it. <laughs> the Minnesota Mining and Manufacturing Company. <laughs> Matt Huff with a good guess. The Merchandise Minnesota. Like, cool. all right, you're close. Cool. Uh, Matt, you need some swag anyway. So, uh, so reach out and get your swag. Just kind of a cool thing. You know, it's one of those things, scotch tape. Like, you take it for granted. But like, what would you do without tape? Well, think about how many- every time you run into a situation where you need tape and then you realize you don't have any in the house, you realize you're stuck. There's nothing else right. that can suffice. Like, what are you going to do? Fold the corners of the paper. Or you're going to try to put like, there's nothing like glue doesn't, you need tape sometimes <laughs> and there's no substitute for it. Which if you listen to Sebastian Maniscalco, he says that <laughs> duct tape is actually required now on airplanes. Oh. <laughs> really, really good stuff. We always bring you what kind of national day it is. This one's a good one. It is National Ampersand Day. And, baby. No and. comment. 
So a couple of things you did not know about ampersand. It used to be the last letter of the alphabet. Wow. So if you were singing the alphabet, how would you sing an ampersand? I have no idea. You mean <laughs> the ampersand? <laughs> so the plus sign is actually an ampersand. Crazy. So I pulled seven facts about ampersand that mean absolutely nothing, <laughs> but are worth knowing today. Okay. So one of them, the ampersand is over 2,000 years old. Wow. Isn't that Isn't okay. that crazy? It dates back to 63 BC, um, which is um, the Latin combination of the E and the T, which means and. Okay. Pretty cool, right? All right. Yeah, I'm in. Oh, you got me. I'm in. I'm okay. in. <laughs> you know, lots of corporations use that. You know, A, T, and T yep. is the ampersand. Number two, a former slave created the ampersand. How about okay. that? So some people credit Marcus Tullius for creating the ampersand. He was a slave and a secretary to a Roman lawyer. Uh, he eventually became a freedman and receives credit for deve developing the first Latin shorthand system. I Pretty love crazy, it. Right? The ampersand is one of the most common special characters used in passwords. Interesting. I would have said the at sign would have been like the bet, the top one, but I would have thought the at sign as or well. Or the exclamation know. mark. I think I feel like everybody just throws the uh, I need a sim symbol, throw the exclamation mark at the end of the password. Well, let's have some fun. Huddle, let's just do this. What are some of the names? I gave you AT&T. What are some of the names of companies where the ampersand is part of their name or logo? Oh, this is, wow. Not prepared for this question. All right, so I'm going to give you one to get you going. Well, AT&T, you said. One of my favorite candies. Okay. M&M's. M&M's, man, there we go. Come on. A&E, which is a station. A&E is another one. Okay. So sure, she's got one. She's got one. They got the vaccine. Johnson and Johnson. Johnson, Johnson and John J and J. I got, I got one. For, I got one for the ladies. Oh, BB and T. Nice job, Scott Garber. BB and T. I got one for the ladies. Tiffany and Co. Oh, Tiffany, Tiffany and Company. And Very nice. How about this one? This is fun. This is a company that does taxes. I don't know. Shay? H&R Block. H&R Block. Huh? <laughs> okay. How about A&W Root Beer? Casey Delapena. Get him something. A&W Root Beer. Get him something. It's the, that's the best one. <laughs> oh, yeah. Actually, wait, wait, Catherine wait. came in first. A&W. One of your H&M. Very good. H&M. Jake hit H&M. Look at that. This is great. I love it. P&G, Procter & Gamble. the craziest fun ice cream? Ben and Jerry's. Ben and Jerry's. Bang, bang. <laughs> okay. Um, and then we'll close it up with a bang. A bang? A gun? A oh, gun. Smith and Weston. Smith and Weston. Boom. There you go. So uh, that's kind of fun for Ampersand, don't you so think? And I think, you know, to tie it into what we always talk about, because this is this is for me when I think of and and if I think about it as a philosophy, you should have an and philosophy, not an or philosophy. You know and what? So you should like oh, the, if the ampersand was a symbol for your life, it would be because you believe in and and not or. 
right? And I mean, there was a uh, about probably about a month ago that I think, uh, you know, Gary V went on a rant about why are people so obsessed with or why can't it be and? There's so many different ways to make money, so many different ways to do things. You should have an and mentality, not an or mentality. Absolutely love it. Right where we're supposed to be. Um, with that, let's do some fun motivational music, and then we're going to talk about instead choice and what does chess have to do with business. I'll be the last one standing, two hands in the air, I'm a champion. You'll be looking up at me when it's over. I live for the battle, I'm a soldier. I love it. Love a little Carrie Underwood. Can't go wrong with Carrie Underwood. And you know what? Here's the thing. Words matter. One of the reasons why I listen to affirmations and I listen to songs like that, it's my fight song. It's what I walk out to every day when I get to do what I do. That music drives me, makes me feel great. I've been listening to that since last night, hence why I'm so fired up. So let's talk about the word instead. Okay, so my man Seth was the one who drove this. So we'll talk about instead and choice, but instead first is uh, just simply substituting could change a habit of yours. So you could say, instead of doing this, I'm going to do that. Instead of having a snack, I'm going to brush my teeth. Instead yep. of a nap, I'm going to go for a walk. Well, I want to take it to the business side and go, instead of sitting on my ass and doing nothing, <laughs> right? I'm going to make two videos right now. Yep. So if you substitute instead, so what's your, what's your thoughts on the word instead? Yeah, to me, it's instead of staring at the calendar, I'm going to do some research on the context that I have to make. I think, you know, I'm a, I'm a stickler for preparation. I'm a stickler for preparedness and in the line of work in college athletics and, and coaching, that was a non-negotiable. If you came to the table unprepared, whether it be for a problem solving, whether it be that, that to me was looking back at this weekend. The thing I miss the most is coming back to the table as a group with an answer on why we weren't good enough. Why? Why? So instead of wallowing in your loss, instead of pointing a finger to somebody else, Go back and look at the tape. Go back and review what happened and figure out why. That's my instead. Don't point a finger. Find an answer. So I love it. So the, the point of all of this is that when you are trying to manage or create new behavior, you are going to be replacing something else. 
So whatever you're doing that's not working for you, and those who work with me on a regular basis, every week I'm going, what's working and what's not working? You know, instead of focusing on what's not working, let's change the behavior to do this, but be very specific about the behavior. I'm going to substitute instead of, you know, sitting here going, wow, I'm not making my number. I'm going to make that next video, email, LinkedIn request, you know, what a specific behavior. So I love the word instead because it is replacing old with new, um, you know, the email with something new in the toolbox. So instead of watching the news, I'm going to read a newsletter that I know has information that I want or makes me feel the way I want. Like it never gets old to me that every time I turn on the news, it is just filled with bad shit. Like I like watching local news. Like I like to know what's happening in my community. Yet every time I turn it on, I have to turn it off because I'm like, it's been five straight episodes, five straight stories of bullshit. Stuff I don't want to hear that's not feeding me any positivity. Christian's right in there. You have a choice. Okay, that's where we're at. Every single thing you do, you have a choice. You have a choice on what you eat, what you drink, what you watch, what you focus on, who you hang out with. How you get better is a choice. Life choices are what dictate your success. Not all of the other crap. Not the excuses, not all of the stuff. So instead of bitching, which is really one, you have a choice to replace it with something else. So with relationship building. Bang, bang, bang. So, you know, there was another article that I read that started out. If you don't like the food you order in a restaurant, you can choose to order something else. If you don't like where you live, you can choose to move. If you don't like your current career or who you're working for or who you're married to or whatever, make the change. 3.6 million Americans every single month over the last three months. That's what my post was about this morning is that the Labor Bureau came out with the most recent stats. The last three months, more than 3.6 million people have decided to quit their job. That's not total. That's each month more than three point. You're talking about over 10 million people that have quit in the last 90 days. They made a choice. They had a choice and they made the choice. So I want to quickly go back because I want to do this chess thing. We may not get to it because it is robust. But I want to go back to when I decided to break out and open something on my own. I had partners, I had people I worked for and with and whatever, When I finally decided to do that, the choice was to cross a bridge where I was going to bet on myself. That was a big choice. Lots of nights, you know, sweating like, holy shit, you know. And let me tell you something. Part of the entrepreneurial journey is living with that. Sometimes it doesn't work out. You know, I failed a lot. Failure, the ability to fail was a choice. I'm willing to do that. And so when you think back on everything, you know, we, I, I've in, incorporated Chris Nickich in my keynote speech because he had a choice. He said, I was overweight. I was this, I wasn't getting the results I want. So I went to work, you know, and, and, and uh, you know, it got received really, really well in Nashville when I showed the video of him doing what he do. He has three simple things. And then he said, I just got a choice to do something. Everything in life is a choice. You have 
the power to make that choice. And if you decide to empower yourself to do that, that's where all the riches are. There's no guarantees, but it's really the journey, the work of doing that. So, you know, this whole instead of, or, you know, choice, I don't think people take the words strong enough. Yeah, they don't apply it to themselves, right? They don't think about the choices that they make daily that actually lead to the results. And I think that's where, you know, I don't, whatever leadership you're in, if you are results focused and behavior oriented, you're going to burn out at some point. The the organization will eventually fail. You have to be behavior focused, results oriented because that's where the greatest organizations in the world live. They live in the behaviors. They live in the daily choices. And when you talk about culture, right, culture just means to me that everybody knows how to make a choice in this organization. And everybody knows what the choices are and what the right decisions are. And if you've developed the right problem solving and decision making processes for the people around you, then that's what the culture is. You're not making choices for people and holding them to those choices. They're making the choices. And all you're doing is watching them and overseeing them make those choices. So, you know, the the video we played or we posted of Nick Saban when he got asked, hey, why is this guy down on the depth chart? He knows. He's not making the choice. (laughs) He knows what he needs to do if he decides to do what it takes to be a starter, he will be there out of my control. Can't do that. And I think leaders need to recognize that our role is to empower people to be the best they can be. But then, you know, if they don't do it, that's not our responsibility. You can't make somebody. I would love this when people say to me, hey, listen, why don't you come in and motivate my team? I go, listen, if they don't want to be motivated, there's nothing I'm going to say that's going to motivate. Motivation is internal. Motivation is a fire that's burning that says, I am going to do this thing. I think that's the hardest part as a coach is not actually dealing with results that don't come, but watching wasted talent or watching somebody that you know could be more that won't make the decision to do the things you know they need them to do in order to be successful and being okay with that. And saying, you know what, you're just not a fit for this organization because high achievers don't like mediocre people and mediocre people don't like high achievers, right? Like we could go on and on about Nick Saban, but when he said that, that's the truest of true things. And that's why the organization works so well for him is because everybody knows what the expectation is. Everybody knows what the standard is. And they're all high, high performing people, high achieving people that are willing to make the decisions to do what's necessary. Because if they aren't, then they don't show up. Look, look at Marcy showing up strong. You can post in those pictures. I keep thinking of how I can create an event. <laughs> you know what? Maybe we'll create a cook-off. You and Dorcas. Come oh, on, man. We'll have the challenge in food. So here's the Wisdom Wednesday of today. You all have a choice. What I'd like to see you do is write something down that you choose to do and next wednesday show yourself that you did it i love it bang bang fantastic i love the takeaway i love the challenge great stuff great show thank you for a great day of content today well done let's get down to business please don't worry about me i'm about to let my heart speak friends keep telling me to leave this so
Let's get down, let's get down to business. Let's get down, let's get down to business. Give you one more night, one more night to get this. We've had a million, million.